The views and opinions expressed by the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of this station or Webster Rock Hill Ministries, its management or other hosts or underwriting sponsors. Programs presented by KWRHLP are for educational and entertainment purposes only. That's like ice cool. Uh, that smooths you out, man, I tell you. See, I think from our previous half hour in our discussion, this is what people need to listen to. All the time. And you know, it does. It makes the brain, it does impact the brain, kind of calms us down, makes us like just cool people. Yeah, so whenever you're wanting to spout off to somebody or talk about them in a negative way or call them a name or maybe we need to send this to Washington, D.C., and everybody needs to, they need to pipe this into the Capitol building and in the White House and the Supreme Court. Everybody just kind of chill out. Chill out, out man. Yeah. Listen to that dude blow. Crazy, <laughs> daddy-o. <laughs> we just have way too much fun on this show. You well, know? you know, if you can't have fun. Why show up? That's right. Go big or go home. Hey, you're listening to Miles Davis, not me, folks. I was going to say, This is Arnold Stricker with Ellie Wharton of Intune. We're listening to Miles Davis from some music that I really enjoy listening to. I I like his older stuff much better than I... I I do, too. ...like his, I should say, his newer stuff, but this was back from 50s. I bet you if we got Chris Mullen in here, you know, who does Studio 111, she'd be vibing right along with us, Oh, she's probably grooving right now at home. I know, I know. How you doing, Chris? Chris? (laughs) (laughs) Some things about uh, Miles Davis. Was born in Alton, Illinois. No, not in Alton. In Alton, Illinois. And they have a statue over there of Miles Davis. And guess who did the statue? I'll know. give you a hint. Okay. The same person who's doing the statue for Northwest. No. Yes. Preston. Preston, Preston Jackson. Jackson. Kidding me. Isn't that cool? That is extremely cool. And so, therefore, there's the connection between Alton and North Webster. That is the coolest thing. That's correct. So his and I didn't know this that his uh, father was a dentist and his mother was a piano player. And they owned a farm down in Arkansas, down at Pine Bluff. Large farm. But his uncles, one was an undertaker, one was a nationally known minister, and one was president of the NAACP. So he came from royalty. He, he did not grow up as many blues and jazz artists in, like, the Deep South. Very poor. He grew up, actually, fairly well off. And not only that, you know, when we talk about having stereotypes, a lot of people always stereotype East St. Louis, you know, kind of almost as that, could anything good ever come out of East St. Louis? Right. Well, East St. Louis has been a hub of tremendous, tremendous people, artists, athletes, leaders, for a very, very long time. Yeah, and it was a very important city, uh, as, as I would call it a sister city to St. Louis, with the stockyards over there. It was, um, you know, national city, 
the stockyards that, that happened over there, which are no longer in existence. But we, we just think of East St. Louis now as kind of some of the, what I would call, there's some areas that are uh, in dis- disrepair. A lot of areas that are in disrepair, but we, it was a very vibrant area. So he grew up there, and we're going to learn more about that uh, in our second hour when we talk to uh, Lauren Parks. But from the early age, he uh, kind of had this passion for music, and he he wanted to play trumpet because it was it looked cool holding the trumpet. Is that right? <laughs> That's what. <laughs> I, I think he could have played the accordion and made it look cool. <laughs> well, he, I watched this one interview with him on some show. And one of the guests was like, well, if I hold the trumpet, will I, will I look as cool as you? And he was like, no, you're not holding it correctly. And oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, so, but he, that's one reason he took up the trumpet. But he had the ability. He was not a sports guy. He was very small in stature. And he wanted to learn to play trumpet. He actually took some lessons from uh, this principal trumpet player of the St. Louis Symphony. And he got his first start from Elwood Buchanan who was an African-American educator over in East St. Louis. And then he came over and took lessons from the principal trumpet from the St. Louis Symphony. And, he, and that that person, that uh, it was Joseph Gustat, he said, no vibrato, no vibrato, don't play with vibrato. And what's interesting is Clark Terry also told Miles Davis a few years later, don't play with vibrato. So he got it from several people, don't play with vibrato, just play it, just mellow it out, get it, just get your tone, round it out. Get that nice full sound, be mellow. And he has definitely done that. And what we're listening to is an excellent example of that. Because that does just kind of just chill you out, make you just want to really enjoy every note. Yeah, and there's one that I'm going to have us play here now that is just, it's as smooth and cool as you you would think. It should just mellow you out, like if you want to go to sleep, if you want to relax a little bit, if you're on edge, just something that should help you relax. Let's listen to that one. So, you know, what's interesting about him, Ellie, is he had this style, and we're going to hear really probably one of his, uh, what I would call a real classic of his, but then he he's like an artist, a canvas artist, you know, who paints, or a sculptor, or uh, somebody who does food that just continues to develop their craft. It's kind of like Stravinsky or Picasso. Picasso could draw and paint in a classical style, 
but he he was beyond that. He exactly. Was, he was letting his world influence him. He was taking all those things in. Stravinsky, same way. He could write a piece that was just like Mozart. Right. But Miles Davis was the same way. He, he, he was continually evolving. Yes. He just didn't get caught in, in a particular brand or style. Like many actors and actresses will get branded, well, you played that role so long, that's the only role you can play. Like a And you know, Denzel was like that. You know, yes. Denzel played such really heavy roles. That's where the acting and the stretching of the role comes in. Right. And Miles Davis, he was continually stretching. Stretching. That, continually stretching that. So he, he said something interesting. He said throughout his career, he'd always resisted looking back Avoiding nostalgia and loathing leftovers. He says, it's more like warmed over turkey. The eternal modernist described the kind of blue 25 years after recording it. In 1991, only weeks after performing a career overview concert in Paris, that's when he died. So he, he, he said, you know, all his past works, which are really some of his, the things that I really, really like. He said, oh, it's like warmed over turkey. He didn't want to look back and go back and, and do go it again. back and do it again. Yeah. But let's listen to one that just really soothes me. It never entered my mind.
Now that's uh, that's one that you can slow dance with your wife. Slow dance with your wife. Just relax. Nice candlelight. You can relax. Or if you're not married or you don't have a significant other, you can just go home. Relax. Feed the dog. Pet the dog. Get your TV dinner out of the freezer. Put it in the microwave. Close the shades. Dim down the lights. And you can enjoy a nice little meal by yourself, relaxing from a, a hard week at work. Something like that, Ellie. You were okay until you did the TV dinner thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that, that just kind of broke the mold right there. The TV dinner. <laughs> well, you know, if it, it's a great... It would be a great anniversary song. Or, you know, s- nice slow dance, cuddling up. And you don't even have to have an anniversary. It could be, hey, hey, men, here's one for you. It doesn't have to be your anniversary to do this. <gasps> what? It could be just because. Man, and that would even be better. Just because. There's there's the cash register. That's right. <laughs> it's called investing. It's called investing. Not making a withdrawal. That's right. So we we do all kinds of things here on Intune. You know, we we can help you out. We help society out by giving them hints on how to be civil. And then we have humor. Then we have humor. We have history. We have history. And what's what's interesting about it, Miles Davis's music here? I'm going to have another quote. He says, or like his music, he always spoke with an economy of expression. Oh, that's a heavy statement. And for Miles, it had to be fresh or forget it. He said, I don't want you to like me because of kind of blue. He insisted. He says, like me for what we're doing now. That's true. Because he he believed in being fluid. As you said, he believed in stretching and growing. And that is the mark of a real talent. You know, when, when you can move outside of the comfort zone, when you can move outside of the arena that says, okay, I've made it and everybody follows me because of this. And then you say, let me try something different. Let me put a different stamp on it. Then people say, oh, I didn't realize that that was a different level of talent that existed there. You know, and so it, it, it is a risk because people might say, oh, I really don't like that. I want the old, you know, but then they can say, wow, look at that. I didn't realize that there was all of this new going on. Well, you know, and that's, I think, the, the fight between artists and their sponsors, whether it be a record company or whether it be somebody who is sponsoring art or what the deal is like. Next week we're going to be talking about Marvin Gaye and there was a struggle between he was forced kind of, my words, forced into R&B and he really wanted to do jazz. Yeah, you, what's going on? <laughs> and, that and was then, a good example of, you know, him moving from, you know, R&B to a little more of that jazz flavor, you know, that, I mean, of course, anything that Marvin Gaye sang, we all loved yeah. anyway. But that's going to be an interesting show next week. He, he, he would be like the the vocal Miles Davis on this kind of... Yes. With the smooth stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly.